Hey, welcome to the True Alignment Podcast. I'm Edgar Papke. And I'm Ken Sagendorf. Good afternoon, everybody. Um, we are live oh. in the Innovation Center in the Anderson College of Business and Computing at Regis University in, in Denver, Colorado. And I'm live from my basement today, too, because I have COVID positive tests last weekend. Oh. After all this time, it finally caught up with you. I thought I was outrunning it altogether. I mean, I suppose nobody's ever going to really outrun it, but I, I, I had hopes, Edgar. I had hopes. I know. And I was feeling really good about it because I haven't, I haven't come down with it either yet. And uh, yeah, we're, we're on this run now for years of being COVID free, which is, uh, uh, I, I think I'm truly part of a minority when it comes to that one. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it's funny as we were thinking about trying to find our next next round of vaccinations um, mm -hmm. and trying to plan for having the time. Um, you don't plan for having the actual disease. So um, it's been a rough week. But, it's, a, uh, it's a reminder, uh, just a reminder that uh, regardless of how much planning and how much we think we can control life, it, it just doesn't work that way. And always, always recognizing that the most significant events in our lives are those that are unforeseen. They just show up and bam. Yeah. Edgar, I was going to, did I send this link to you this morning via text? There was a, an article in USA today, I think that was, um, it was something along the lines of the biggest regrets of people as they die. I no, I, I haven't seen it yet. I'll have to look at it because I was really thinking about uh, your third element work because, mm -hmm. you know, of course, what was mentioned was was time, right? You're yeah. running out of time and um, you're regretting your relationships and those kinds of things that you do. Mm -hmm. And, you know, the isolation of of being locked in my basement. Um, yeah, Here, I'll bring the movie reference in early. <laughs> gives me a Silence of the Lambs vibe, right? That I'm uh -huh. that I'm down there in the hole. That's kind of creepy. Um, it's totally creepy. And I, you know, if my wife throws lotion down the stairs, I'm going to, that's when I'm going to be really weirded out here. Um, and, and she won't let the dog down here too. So it kind of feels a little bit like that, but uh, <sighs> enough joking aside, you know, I've gotten a little time to reflect and I, I get lots of text messages of what am I watching? And the reality is I'm not really watching anything. I've had some more, um, I've had way more time to, to ponder. Mm -hmm. There's a little reminiscence of when I've been on silent retreat um, to really think through some things that I'm trying to wrestle with in my own mind. Mm. So uh, let me, I'm just going to drop a couple of things in here and then I want to come back to that thought that you just shared, um, things you're wrestling with uh, in your own mind. That speaks to alignment, of course. And anytime with, that we're in a, in a conflict, and especially an internal conflict, you know, that's the opportunity. And the opportunity there is to explore, examine, where's, where's the misalignment? Um, every misalignment is a conflict, every conflict an opportunity. And again, definition of conflict is simply the tension between current state and desired state, what I'm getting and what I want, where I'm at, where I want to be. How, um, and, you know, the, that's the constant tension of life. And that's where the idea of regret comes from. So as we get into this conversation, a quick reminder, um, info at truealignment.com 
is how you can uh, best communicate with us. Uh, send us your thoughts, your comments, your questions, anything at all, and we will respond as quickly as possible. As always, we appreciate each and every one of you that joins us and listens to the podcast and encourage you uh, to go ahead and share it and uh, let other people become familiar with uh, with this program as, as we go forward. Uh, please do so, and uh, we encourage you to always come back and listen, always be involved in, in, in communicating with us. So thank you for that. Uh, and so um, our topic of conversation that we thought we'd have today because it's just you and I and, uh, and of course as always our illustrious executive producer Jim is with us and um, so we just uh, want to have a conversation here and look back and um, just um, talk a little bit about gratitude with Thanksgiving coming up we thought that'd be a good topic to get into so um, yeah so to, Say a little bit more about what you've been exploring and thinking about as you're down in the basement recovering from COVID. Yeah, well, thanks for that question, Edgar. And I don't, this is the one, this is one of the many, many things that I love uh, about the alignment framework is this, <laughs> um, the reminder, right? I mean, there's no reason for these things to be complex and ungraspable. The simplicity of that idea that, you know, finding the the difference between the current state and the desired future state it, as a as a way to think about alignment is so simple i mean there's elegance in that simplicity there and 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 i think that you know the things that i'm always wrestling at are the answer to that second question is what is really the desired future state mm -hmm. and then i'm um, immediately my always question is always well what's in the way yeah mm. Yeah, you know, what what I mean, that, what creates the gap? What creates the misalignment? Well, I think it's really difficult to answer the desired future state question. Um, you know, and part of that is wrapped up in in you know, are these selfish things? Are these expectations that are external to me? I mean, there's a set of questions that are in there that I think we're all trying to answer simultaneously. Yeah, and what's um, a, yeah, I agree. Go ahead. Sorry. I was just going to say, you know, in, in our first year of the podcast, I think really we had a lot more of those kinds of conversations with you and I exploring the framework and, and kind of bringing in our personal experiences, working with others and working with ourselves um, and in our own relationship about, you know, what alignment really, really meant for folks. Um, in the second year, you know, I'm really, I'm really thankful that we've brought in so many guest speakers this year. I mean, we, we've done fewer episodes, but uh, of the episodes, I don't know what our percentage is, Jim, but, you know, we're, we're pulling like 80% guest speakers this year, as opposed to um, last year, where that was way more the, the exception than the norm. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And I think that one of the things that we're doing is uh, we're able to just by having other guests on and, we, not only do we get to expand the conversation, we also get to see the likenesses in the dialogue and how things yeah. are showing up. And so much of, uh, I think this future state piece too is um, that we then come back to in the in the true alignment system or framework that applies not just to our relationships and our businesses and organizations and communities, but also at a, at a very personal level is um, to be able to, 
get a get a sense of here's here's a sense of purpose, a sense of wanting to be, and um, to live a certain way, and then be able to understand that when we're when we feel anxious or we have stress, and that there is um there's there's some indicators, some messages there, of um of what it is that perhaps we're missing the the what's missing question, or if when when we're in misalignment. What is the cause of that misalignment? And of course, that opens up that world of the power of choice and how much of it do we really manifest and how much of it do we, don't we have control over? Um, and we're just, you know, along for the ride sometimes. Well, Nagar, here's a question for you. I mean, as we've gone mm-hmm. through this year, yeah. um, we've had some deep conversations about uh, our own lives. We've had some deep conversations, Jim. You, your life is completely different than it was when we hit the beginning of this year. Um, yeah, child in tow with 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 Junie running around now, and um, you know changes at work and life is just different. Yeah, I, uh, for me, it's easy to get caught up in uh, self distortion. You know, I have my worldview, and then I have people how they see my worldview. You know, I need to constantly look at that and see if I have that in check because sometimes my distortion is way worse than what the real world view is. Yeah. Well, and here's the, um, here's the question, uh, based on that, Jim, that I, that I have for, for Edgar is, you know, a lot of times we're, we're pushing. So, you know, this year, Edgar, you, you and I, and, and, and the team, we're trying to push true alignment, um, forward in a different way. We we've had some, you know, one of the things that I am su- supremely grateful for this year is kind of the. Um, I think we've been a we've been good teammates. Mm-hmm. We've been good teammates in the sense that it has opened the door for conversations that had gone static for a little while to re reemerge. So there are conversations about uh, the global dialogue project in 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 that part of uh, you know what we'll bring in the future. I, I think also the um, the conversation about the searching for alignment video series, mm-hmm. and you know I, I am I am grateful for that. I, that's still one thing that I I get a little tingle every time we talk about it because I think that is so. Like you mentioned with our guests, we are just watching people do this in real time. Is 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 talk about how they're seeing the world? Talk about what they're, where they're going and what they're looking for. And and we've always tried to have these honest conversations with, with each other and with our guests on the podcast um, to highlight how normal it is to roll these things over. Just like you mentioned, Jim, that, and I love that idea of my worldview and then uh, the, the distortion of mine versus others of mine versus uh, you know, I think that's, that's always something that has weighed heavily on me. But Edgar, mm. here's my question. In all the conversations <laughs> you've had over time, yeah, uh, around alignment and 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 the personal seeking of alignment, mm-hmm. we can tend to spend a little time out over our skis a little bit. And you said, you know, is it under our control? Is it not under our control? Yeah, that's a good good meta, good analogy too. But so we're you know for many of us that are that are you know pushing and and searching for this thing. And we're out over our skis. When is the moment when you go from being out over your skis where you think you're trying to get to that desired future state? 
when you feel it. Mm. Oh, that's a great, great question. Because uh, the experience is going to... So what I'm thinking in my mind is you ask that question is that the experience is going to be individual. So everyone's going to have their own experience of, of when they're out of alignment and in alignment. And so when you know you could call it centered you could call it present in the moment there's a lot i think there's a lot of different ways that we could describe it so i'm going to try and uh, at, a, at a very personal level i think it's when you find yourself being in a place of uh, uh of of being tr- being truthful uh with yourself and with others that you're coming from a place of your own your own your own sense of truth and uh, really being in alignment to, to who you are, and I think that happens um, not just because you're feeling you know, success and satisfaction, um, but also that you're you're in that place of where you have an absence of fear, um, and I, and I think that's really really important to to recognize those moments because of those moments you're. You're coming from a place of not being inhibited. You're, 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 um, you're feeling in yourself that you're being, being truthful and honest with yourself, and recognizing that. And I think that's also the, the piece about do I see myself the same way that others see me? And the only way that you can really reconcile that is to open up to, exploring and inquiring and asking how others see us. So how how do you see me, and is that in alignment with my my self concept, the perception I have of myself, and how often do can we really go in that space and open ourselves up to that without saying no, no, that's not you know you're seeing me and you're all wrong, that's not really how I am, and and at the same time somebody's saying yes, that's who you are, <laughs> because that's how you're showing up. Yeah. And to get to that place, I think is 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 important. And I think the same thing happens when we look at ourselves. Then, and you know, are we are we over our skis? And are we really being honest and open with ourselves? And you 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 brought before we came on the air here, you brought something into the conversation. That I think is really important, which is what kind of goals and what kind of definitions of success do we have for ourselves? And are those truly in alignment with our purpose and what we see our purpose being and what we're bringing to the world? You, you and I, we, and we, we talk a lot about this. Um, and I think it's a great conversation to, to always have is, um, is there a, a, a um, is there truly an alignment to purpose? And, um, are those definitions, um, are they real? And so this idea for us with uh, true alignment is you, you talk about building it as a as an entity, you build it as an enterprise and as an organization, and then you keep coming back to for what? What are we really trying to accomplish here? And this idea of helping the world align and helping yeah. people and align their their relationships and all the different aspects of alignment that exists. And if we do that and we focus on doing that in everything that we offer, whether it's a video series or uh, whether it's the podcast or anything else, through the welcoming of our guests to the conversation, it really always comes back to that, doesn't it? Which is, are we doing something that's in service to helping people align? And um, if we do that and we do it well, 
then things will take care of themselves. Yeah. I, you know, we get the, that's such a great point, Edgar. We, we get the question <laughs> and we joke, we, we joke with our guests on the podcast about, um, you know, what are, Where's the script? What are we going to talk about? What are all the points we're going to make? You know, we, we joke about this with every, almost every guest we have on. Um, but the, the helping the world align is this, this give and take of asking questions and, and, and getting people to self-discover, mm-hmm. you know, one of my, one of the, the early guests we had on this year that I just, I loved having on. I'm so glad that you brought her to spend time with us was Claudia Batten. Um, and I, what was the episode called? Like uh, Born to Squiggle, mm-hmm. right? She talked about the, realizing that she enjoyed being in that spot that was a little uncomfortable and not quite known uh, to figure herself out. And that's, and that's where she ended up. But, you know, you could really feel in that conversation with her and that conversation with Lisa Slagle, you could really feel you know, part of our work is to have these conversations, right? Mm-hmm. It's yeah, to the, use. Yeah. Go ahead. Sorry. I was just going to say in the stories and to use those stories as a way of, of, of kind of looking at and, and exploring what does that really, what does it look and feel like as you pursue alignment and recognizing that it's not going to be a straight line from A to B. It's not. It's it's exploration. It's it's um, it's trying out different things and finding ourselves in different ways and being and giving us permission to take those risks to be able to do that. And uh, and then, much like you're in the, in the basement, <laughs> take it. And this goes back to Claudia and her comment. You know, what's the advice? She said, "Breathe. Just simply breathe. You know, take a moment, breathe, and um, you know." There is that in that in that, in that taking the breath. It, it's kind of saying I'm going to let go of some some pieces. I'm going to I'm going to shed some of the fear. I'm going to shed some of the doubts that I have, and just come back to you know and recognizing what my place in the world is, and and in the moment being really present to that and using that well. Well, and I you know to to Jim's earlier point about this kind of the the distortion in there, you know mm-hmm. that alignment is both to self which is something we work on and it's also to others and, and in a business context, right. That also to others part just plays such a, a deep, deep role. And we heard this, we heard this, this year, um, fantastic conversation with Scott Tibbetts. That's um, who just came to mind. Yeah. Cause of the, his, and now he related to how do I build a, an organization, a team around me that, that, yeah, that exhibits that, well, and that creates that kind yeah. of alignment. You know, the, the chills I get is from that part of his story when um, the, the rover lands on Mars. Uh, yeah. <laughs> and the Starsis uh, yeah. logo shows up in the camera. Uh-huh. And and he says, how did that happen? And you know, somebody says, I did it. Yeah. <laughs> you know, and part of the company was taken. People in the company were taking care of the company. Yeah. And, um, and doing so, taking care of one another. And a shared pride, a shared a sense of accomplishment, and and uh, it, at the end, you know, celebrating their alignment to their purpose and, and their mission and what they were trying to accomplish. So, yeah. how do we get that balance, Edgar? You know, it, when it is, um, you know, I think the expectations for me mm-hmm. 
and I'm going to bring another movie reference in here. And uh, <laughs> here you, 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 you might have this Edgar with the grandkids. I, I don't know. Uh-huh. And Jim, like, I don't uh-huh. know. <laughs> I don't know what you and, and Kayla are watching before you had kids. I mean, your life is about to change for what you watch, but um, if you're not already watching these movies, but the movie Encanto, did you all see this? Oh yeah. We love, uh-huh. we're, we're not watching any movies right now, but we love that movie. Okay. So, you know, part of Encanto is this uh, this collection of family members mm-hmm. that all have a, that all have a, a designated and called out special power, I guess, uh, for the family. You know, and mine is the right. Mine is the broad shoulders. That's that's the version I have with with people I'm around. Mm. Is if you know, I mean, and it's as simple as. You know who gets called when you need to lift heavy furniture? I do, um, right? And that I'm a large human being, so I understand why that happens. But, you know, sometimes the expectations, if you walk into someone's house when you said you'd help and they say, hey, the piano is downstairs, um, that, that, and that's happened in real life. Um, but I also think, you know, there's other things that you're trying to, you're trying to shoulder a little bit of the burden so you can be really helpful to people. And And, and I bring this up because, you know, when is the time to kind of step out of that thing that you feel like you're supposed to be doing and take care mm-hmm. of self? I mean, I this is the oh, unfortunate part idea. about being in the basement with COVID is there's nothing that you can do about that other part. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and so you have to, you have to just accept it. And that's, I think the conflict that's going on is like the lack of control is you have to accept you have to accept that you can't do anything about that part. I think the question for me comes when, how can you find that out before um, a life-changing event forces you to find it out? Yeah, I think that's a great question, Jim. Yeah, it's an excellent question. Yeah, which goes back then to so many different ways of seeing ourselves. I was thinking about this when I, when you were just sharing that, Ken, is a topic of conversation, gratitude. At what level do we have gratitude for helping others? Not to be helped by others, because we always have that gratitude for the for the gifts we receive. And then there's the other side of the coin that says through uh, generosity of, of spirit, of doing, of, uh, of helping others, and to be grateful for the opportunity to do that and, and to, be, um, to, to see that and see that part of it. And I think that then takes us back to, well... Um, how much can I be aware of and know um, what alignment looks like for me and what does it look like in my relationships and how do I prioritize that which best aligns to my purpose and my sense of being. And if I can do that and do that with consistency, I think that's where, where regret comes into the picture because the more I do that, the less regret I'll have. And to accept that at times... There, there are moments when I cannot do that because it's beyond my control. And before those events, like you just pointed out, Jim, before those significant events occur, how much have I been living in alignment so that um, like I'm living love to the fullest in the time that I have? That one always strikes me as being right at the core of it all. And um, I'm fortunate just that I get to speak about that in front of audiences just to start that conversation to say, let's just pause for a moment and be grateful and have gratitude 
for the for that and understanding that alone gives us such a great sense of recognizing what matters most to us and how to live in alignment to that. So the yeah. an idea and, and how much can I be in um, how much can I be in service to that or actually fulfill that that desire? Because as far as I can tell in all the coaching work that I've done and every all the conversations I get to have with, with, with people, at the end of the day, that's the one, which is, um, yeah, how do, I, how do I spend time with those that matter most to me and, and how, do I, how do I show that to them so that I, get, I can reflect on that and see that in, yeah. in my own way of being? Well, I think there's uh, some triangularity there too in the sense of, you know, I know for me, exactly the same. I, I, I concur wholeheartedly. Um, for me, it's the idea of, you know, and I shared this with you this year. You know, I was, I was grateful to be out with our with our friends and colleagues at, at, at uh, ITC mm. um, earlier this year. That was the kind of the begin, very beginning of the year, uh, calendar year last year. And, and have their team. Uh, I'm grateful for them. Uh, you know, one because mm. uh, a wonderful collection of human beings. Two because you can see that your work has value. And I and I think that's that's the part is the the triangulation. What I mean is, you know, when you work with somebody and then you get to see the results. Mm-hmm. That's that third point in in the model. You know, here at the university. <clears throat> At the very beginning of the year, they wanted to get new images of people teaching. And it was funny because I walked in the room and, you know, they asked me to do it. And 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 I walked in the room and I was like, I never stand at the front of the classroom and teach like that. <laughs> right. When they said new images, they want old images with new people. That's what they were really asking. Mm-hmm. And so. They're like, well, you do what you do and we'll take the pictures. And so it's funny because they never show us the results and I see them on the monitor now, but you know, we moved all the tables out of the way and then we brought the students to the board. And then, you know, I'm standing side by side at the board with a student and we're showing how this works. And so you can see the, you can see the results of the work and how they're thinking. And, you know, that's, that's the part, right? I mean, the, mm-hmm. the gratitude for feeling um, in service to others that is the gratitude is when they are seeing the results of their work mm-hmm. um I, I don't know if i ever shared this with you edgar and jim but there was a one of my favorite radio shows on my way home from work is marketplace oh yeah i love i love kai Rizdal and and marketplace and years ago there was this one i i have i have not been able to go back and find it honestly but there was this one episode about the perfume industry and it was there was one human being that's responsible for three, four, six of the top ten selling uh, fragrances of all time, and nobody in 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 these companies really knows this person's name. But you know, when you need a fragrance, you call this human being. Mm-hmm. And I I actually think that's such a fantastic mark. And this is where this is where you know, business 101 folks would come and yell at me here. But the fantastic mark is when people don't know they need alignment work, they know where the people to call, right? Uh-huh. Even if they don't have the our names at their fingertips, they know that 
we're the alignment group. I mean, that's where we're trying to go. And just the, you know, the gratitude of working with people and seeing those results so that they continue to call. I mean, and that's one of the the discoveries over the last few years that I've had is when people start to work and it starts to really click, mm -hmm. they keep asking for the work. I think it's the audiences that expect, here's the magic silver bullet, go forth and prosper. That It doesn't always work that well. Uh, I agree. It's it's an ongoing it's an ongoing process. It's uh, actually it becomes a way of being both at an individual and collective level in terms of what that looks like. And I I go back to and you mentioned Scott Tibbetts um, and his description of his organization and the meaning that it had for him to be able to to see that uh, manifest. In, and how people really cared for each other and how much they, and the caring for each other is the same in that context as caring for the organization. That's really what's happening. It's that human dynamic that's taking place and that sense of community connection and, and um, you know, leaning, leaning on and leaning on as well as helping one another um, to, to, uh, to, to get, to get done what you're, what you're intending to get done. And then all recognizing everyone's contribution to it. And that doesn't happen without a great sense of alignment to the values, the beliefs, and, and what do you want to bring to the forefront as a leader or as a group and a participant and contributor in that. It's always about the constant alignment work that takes place. It's always there. And the same then applies to us each in our, in our own lives as, as individuals. Um, it's, uh, it, you, you asked, you know, what's the moment you know it? Well, it's, it's not going to be, um, it doesn't just stay in one place. So every time you have a sense of alignment, here comes the next piece. Let's keep moving yeah. it forward. You, you wish it would light up the, like our on-air sign, right? That just yeah. said, here it is. <laughs> You're <Yeah>. aligned. <laughs> You're aligned. <laughs> oh, and forever <laughs> will be, too. Isn't that yeah. a wonderful thing? Yes, I have a certificate in alignment now. There, Therefore, I am now a certified, yeah. Uh -huh. Yeah, I feel like you're... <laughs> You know, you're standing on the edge oh, of the Grand Canyon like, saying, I got it. And then the wind blows it away. Yeah, it's like, it's like our conversation <laughs> about uh, doing training work with consultants and saying, okay, let's, what is, what is being certified in a true alignment framework look like? I mean, the system, what does that really look like? And, um, you know, how do you, how do you get there? And the realization is, well, no, it, it's not that simple. You just don't go to a program for a week. We have to be here and recognize our ongoing support and our ongoing relationship to the people that that show up, and um, it's yeah. the same as when we when we uh, when we're in intimate relationships w with others. It's 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 being there and being a constant in one another's lives that we can trust in, that we can really lean lean on one another to um, to help one another. And it, it, I don't think there's anything as powerful as as. And it happens a lot with you and I, and you have an uncanny knack to do this. It's just to you know to look at me and 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 say, well, you know, hey, so what's missing? Or what is it that that you really want here? What is it that you're really seeking? To and those constant reminders of how we bring ourselves and how we bring one another uh, to a place of, of 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 seeking and looking for that alignment. Yeah. We had a, a set, and I think they were right in a row. And I, I think this was not planned on our part, but you know, we did one episode 
I think Edgar, that's really important to point out earlier this year called uh, like a step-by-step process for aligning relationships. Mm-hmm. I think the next episode we had our friend Jay Schreiber, who was, you know, building his business <laughs> and really saying, do the alignment work with me right on the podcast. And that <laughs> was kind of a, a live experiment of sorts mm-hmm. to, to try and, and do that right there. And then we had the IT concepts team who, who was in town with their leadership team. We had them all on the podcast and they were saying just what you just said, Edgar, right? That it, it takes a while. It takes a while and it takes the trust development and the consistency of going back, going back and asking these questions of self and asking these questions of each other for it to work. Mm. That's what I've yeah. seen uh, with the guests over the year. And, you know, the work you guys do is uh, they've put in the time to build that culture of accepting. It reminds me of, you know, being an art class or being an art school and you put up a piece and you're portraying your feelings and then you're asking, how does this make you feel? And you're getting an honest critique back of, you know, what the audience is getting, which is completely different than what you tried to make. And then, uh, you know, <laughs> learning how to how to take that and build from there. Because, you know, I'm pretty pretty grateful that my wife, Kyla, like, gives me that feedback without me having to ask for it. But um, uh, being able to get to the point where you feel comfortable asking for it all the time, you know, for constant feedback to see where you're at. I think that's kind of the big takeaway for me with the guests. And Yeah, it's interesting because it doesn't have to, in those situations where people are giving one another feedback or insight, um, so often it's thought of as being, you know, a moment of criticizing or, you know, there's going to be of a critical nature here of what's coming at you. So here's, um, so this week I was, um, out in Cincinnati doing a series of um, uh, Vistage workshops, presentations, and uh, someone, and we're talking about conflict, and we're talking about alignment, and uh, whether there's a misalignment, uh, there it is, there's the opportunity for the conversation, for the dialogue, right? There's something that here that presents an opportunity. And the person asked the question, so give me, you know, help me out here a little bit, um, he says to me, you know, when I have to give somebody uh, some feedback, um, how do I how do I do that in a way that it's not personal? <laughs> what's what's the, one of the fallacies in life, Becker? <laughs> yeah, 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 that led right to it. Yeah, right. The sun doesn't rise, the earth turns, and yeah, don't take this personal as a bunch of crap because. Whenever somebody says that to you, you know it's coming at you, right? It's gonna, of course, it's gonna be personal. And, and, and so the, the idea also being that um, in having those kinds of, having conversations about alignment and what, we, what we're experiencing from one another, it's not always necessary to share what we're, what we're th- thinking or feeling about it. It's rather sometimes just simply the observation and asking the questions like you at times ask me, which is, okay, so what here might be missing for you or what is it that you're that you're really looking for what's gonna what or sometimes and this is important as leaders and people working with one another sometimes the simplicity is just hey how can i help what do you need you know if yeah you know what can i help you with the and um whatever you know whether it's alignment or whatever it happens to be how do i help you with that it's it's interesting and how powerful it's been in my uh relationship to the two of you here as well as with Heather and the people around us is that um, 
um, that we can have these honest conversations about really what are you seeking and um, what does it look like for you, um, for your yeah. definition of success. And for me, it's been such an, an important conversation to be able to have very openly about um, how I see my life and caring, you know, the, the amount of time I spend caring for my mother and for for Lori, my wife, and and um, you know, how you spend time with family and the tremendous impact setting those kinds of priorities. And in, in other words, the impact of moving to alignment that that has in yeah. in confronting um, some realities about how we lead our lives, including mine, in terms of how much I travel and. And where I'm spending my time with what? So I, I, it's another way of my saying thank you. I'm very, yeah. very grateful for the, for those conversations that we're having. I, I am so grateful for for your openness to those conversations as well, Edgar. I, you, you ask me such probing questions that really make me think through some of these things. I, I, one of the things I just. I, I love and I might not show it is when you when you call me out <laughs> when you call me out on certain things that is just something I truly enjoy. I mean I think that's that feedback Jim that you mentioned is you know not having to to wait for it or ask for it but but somebody that's there alongside you to 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 share that with you. You know not not out of ire, not out of spite. Um not even out of expectation but out of observation. And I think, you know, the world needs more observation. <laughs> oh, yeah, there it is. Yeah, because we, 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 we work so much out of inference when sometimes the simplicity is just to say, hey, you know, here's what I'm observing and let the rest take care of itself. I um, very often, um, you know, somebody frowns and we say, gee, you're upset, as opposed to just, hey, you're frowning. And then the space. Just a silence alone. Let that do the work. Because sometimes all you have to do is make the observation. Hey, here's what you said. And just leave it there. And there you go. Uh, somebody, you know, I, I, uh, that space, that silence, and that, and that openness to let somebody else find their own, their own um, sense of how they want to respond, I think is, is uh, just, uh, just so powerful. If only... Yeah. If only the world could get uh, their, their own uh, alignment survey in their EMOX <laughs> results. <laughs> ah, there's an idea. It's, uh, you know, it's funny when you get to watch something from the outside and understand perspectives of, of both sides and then say, hey, you know, this is this is you. I mean, this is the personal version, the uh, geopolitical version of the elephant in the boardroom, right? Mm-hmm. Um well, that was one of the things about Panak and Patel and his team um, in that in that episode when we had the whole team on um, how much they spoke to and um, talked about uh, really um, seeing themselves, seeing themselves in the eyes of one another, which I thought was really powerful. Which was, um, yeah, we're gonna we're moving towards this space of and continue to move there. Because you can keep peel, peeling away at it, it is the level of truth and honesty that they were discovering, and the power of that, of being honest and open with each other in that way, and without it coming across as being critical or bashing each other with the truth. It, the intention, the intention is obvious, and yeah, it goes back that. to 
might as well talk about the intention. If we're not clear and we're, and we're doubtful, begin with that. Here's my intention in sharing this with you. And this is, uh, um, this is truly what the meaning is behind the words I'm about to speak. I'm so grateful for that phrase, Edgar. I, I use that phrase now more than ever before. You know, I, I begin many paragraphs in an email with, you know, with the intention of, mm-hmm. and, and, you know, and I think that is, as I write, it's helping me think through what I am trying to communicate to the person who will be reading. <laughs> well, yeah, there's an interesting point. And uh, so John Walton, if you're out there at uh, Rios, uh, partners, because uh, um, he suggested I evoke Jimmy Carter too often, and he thinks I do at least once a day. And uh, I went to the uh, Carter Museum uh, uh, at, uh, at the Carter Center uh, uh, in in Atlanta, and uh, was reading the different letters that that Jimmy Carter wrote to other world leaders, and what what struck me. And here's the guy that won the Nobel Peace Prize, and you know. And you just, uh, every single letter begins with that. It begins with that. It's always, hey, here's my intention. This is what I want to share with you and why. And it, it just the consistency of that is remarkable and how powerful that can be. So being clear about what our intention is to one another um, is is um, not only is it powerful, but I think it, there's a certain level of... Um, Oh, what's the word I'm looking for? Uh, I think people are grateful to that to to hear and, and to hear a stated intention at the front end of how we communicate, especially in when we're giving one another feedback or um, uh, observation. Yeah, it is. Uh, I, I wonder. This is just a something I ponder about. Is perfect in the way of good here. And here's here's what I mean by that question. Do people not spend enough time setting intention because they have multiples? Because I wonder if this isn't, you know, this isn't a, a building thing because, you know, with the intention of X, yeah. then you get into a conversation. And if there's new intention, then you can set new intention. You don't have to have the entirety mm. of the intention. Yeah. Um, well, this is what I think one of the, thank you. Yeah, it's a great question because I think now you 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 look at what's at the core of that, and I would suggest to you it's alignment. So, uh, what do I the clarity of intention for for what I would like for the relationship that um, an alignment to that, which is an alignment to who do who do I want to be in relationship to you, who do I want to be in relationship to you, and put that at the core at the center of the design of then here's my intention towards you and our relationship. Here's how I'm intending to show up and I bring that. And I think then as uh, other facets of the relationship uh, unfold, you keep coming back to that idea of saying, I want to be in alignment with my intention for the relationship. And so whatever shows up in that relationship, and at times the relationship's going to be stressed. There's going to be times where, different tensions will show up and as, and this might be a a corny way, a cheeky way of saying it, but when the tension shows up, intention needs to show up. Yeah. Yeah. So much is true in that, in that statement. Edgar, I, you know, 
so many questions. One question that comes to mind is, you know, we are built, we are built in our society to understand the hero's journey as, as kind of the root of most stories. Mm -hmm. The hero's journey is built on slaying the proverbial dragon, (laughs) right? The, the tension, the, the tension is a necessary element for the hero's journey because you have to overcome something. Is that the root of our competitiveness? Because you know what we heard in that in the in the podcast with the ITC team was they started that way and they had to learn that they weren't in competition with each other they were in cooperation with each other and once they turn that corner then alignment is possible okay so yeah so let's take that one i'm i'm in a winning position with a teammate right where and and kind of okay <laughs> To put it in your terminology, the slaying of the dragon, and I think this is this is the this is the quest of alignment. If you want to look at challenges or uh, aspects of a relationship that you want to slay, right? I, in some way, in it's always going to come back to slaying our own dragons. I mean, and I, those are those are the great storylines, aren't they? And those are the great great tales we tell are the slaying of our own dragons. And those are dragons that reside in, inside of us. Those dragons are the are the messengers of misalignment. So the dragons exist as messengers of misalignment, and then to move to those, then we bring those. So my intention is not to compete with you. My intention is to collaborate with you. Here's what I'd like this relationship to look like. Here's how we can overcome um, what we perceive to be differences which all so often, at least in our work when we're working through conflict with groups and relationships, um, they wind up being those opportunities. Again, they, they wind up being the opportunities to forge and strengthen relationships, and that's key. So here's the challenge for Thanksgiving for anybody that's listening. Yeah, and we know that Thanksgiving and the holidays can be fraught with tension and conflict and family issues and everything that comes along with it. Pause, pause. When you look at a family, one of your family members, you look at a friend, you look at, pause for a moment and say, what really do I want for this relationship? What, what would I like this to look like? What if this was the relationship I wanted to be? How do I get there? What do I, look, what do I want it to look like? And step one is to bring that into the spoken realm. That's the first step. I have to be able to acknowledge that and then speak it, which is, hey, time out. Here's the relationship I'd like to have with you. I don't know how to get there. I don't know exactly what, what it's going to look like. But I can tell you, that's what I'd like it to look like, and I will do my part. And just, if you'll do your part in it, it you know, I invite you to that. What, what is that possibility? And well, if, and we, maybe- if we can do that and on Thanksgiving, <laughs> yeah, that's a great place <laughs> to practice it. It is a fantastic practice. I mean, that ought to... I'll bring this to my family this year with the idea that instead of saying what we're grateful for, um, we might set an intention for our relationships with each other. Um, yeah. Here's what I, yeah. And then to listen. And I think that's such a big piece of this. And we've talked about it plenty on the podcast is how powerful the listening. Don't push it. Invite it. Intention plus inquiry. Inquiry is the invitation to the, to the conversation. It's actually the invitation for the relationship. 
and you've helped me reframe my thinking because maybe it's not the hero's journey alone. It's that the hero's journey doesn't have to be, doesn't need a tragedy for something to overcome. It can be intentional. Yes. Yeah. Because if you look, if you look um, and you're honest with yourself, then the misalignments aren't that difficult to spot. They're not. Yeah. Edgar, Jim, thank you. Thank you for this conversation. Thank I'll make my family listen to it as we drive to family on Thanksgiving. <laughs> I had a I had a few family members I was noting in my my head to uh, <laughs> make sure they hear it too. <laughs> and I and I I just um, thinking about that and thinking about the long table come come uh, next week and everybody sitting around at the kids the grandkids everybody and just um, God, will I ever get to be so lucky? Yeah. Yep. I mean, I think that those are the, those things that we put in the cracks of the rest of our lives. That's really the stuff that we're after. That's the irony for me, mm -hmm. right? That feeling that you just described Edgar at the long table, that's the alignment feeling. Yeah. How do we not let the stuff we do all day, every day, the rest of the year be in the way of those kinds of feelings? Yeah, and that's where being intentional about our own alignment comes into play, just to keep that front of mind, and yeah, not let those uh, let, let, let those let those moments flow through our lives, not just wind up in the cracks. Yeah. I'm hey, grateful for these conversations. Yeah. Thank you. Yeah, and uh, thank you, Jim, for joining us as always. Once again, a reminder: any and all questions, thoughts, comments, anything at all, please. Um, please email us. Uh, let us let us hear from you. Info at truealignment.com. Please go ahead and subscribe to the podcast. Leave leave us a review. Share it with others. And um, and we thank you. And we're grateful for for each and every one of you that are listening and will ever listen to this podcast and the others that we share with you. So thank you. If you find a lot of things helpful in the podcast. Uh, it's not just here that we post those things. We're, we're active on social media like Instagram and LinkedIn and Twitter X. And um, we're uh, going to be ramping up our YouTube. So, Oh, yeah. True. Yeah. I follow LinkedIn to see Edgar's kind of thought of the day from the experience over the last 30 years uh, working with people. Thank you. Yeah. Thank you. All things alignment. Tell your friends. All things alignment. Yeah. With that. I'm Ken Sagendorf. I'm Edgar Papke. Thank you very much for joining us. Happy Thanksgiving. And live aligned. <laughs>